0: Popcorn? No, I can't. I don't know what to do. I don't
1: know.
2: It's unfortunate that this podcast might not come to light because we might we might just give up in six minutes. I didn't
0: know what to
2: do. John Barker, Ora President, is going to smash in you here like Hulk. Get out. Take your booth home. You're never allowed again.
1: I had to fill the silence with something, and you did. Okay. What you say? It.
2: It's just us, Ellie.
0: <laughs> I, literally, I literally just don't know why I feel the way I feel. Right now. <laughs> I can't do that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Compose yourselves.
2: Are you guys doing day drinking when I wasn't around? Did we play the shot game and I missed out? Oh I'm upset.
1: Uh, okay. <clears> okay. <throat> CO2. <laughs> <it all day. laughs> <sighs> okay. <sighs> okay.
0: All right, are we ready, folks? We're ready. Let's do all right. it. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Oh, Here's a Little Marketing For You. I'm Ellie Hicks. I'm
3: Ellen Swell.
2: And I'm John Young.
0: Each week we talk about how to get the most out of your marketing as a small business or nonprofit organization. And this week we have a returning special guest. Me! Shout it out design team member Rachel Lewis. What's up, Rachel?
3: What's up? What's up, what's up? up? Hey, you did exactly what I told you to do. Thank you. He said, what's up?
1: What's up? We're live in person for the first time. Yeah, we've never seen each other in three dimensions before.
0: We haven't. This is the first time that Ellen and I are meeting Rachel in person. We had the most fabulous hug. Yeah,
1: it was great. It was wonderful.
2: Did we?
0: We Sorry, did. John oh. was not included. Nobody wants to hug John. Yeah. I got a
2: hug from Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's more like a shrug than a hug. Because like you, like you snuck up beside me.
1: You give <laughs> so a, I didn't know you were there. You gave me a like a, a duggar side hug.
2: <laughs> it was. That's <it> because <laughs> you surprised me. I didn't know you were behind me. Yeah. <laughs> I fine. was. Uh, I was registering uh, the staff for the show the night before. The that's. Well, that's what they call you in the. ORA. It's not. I w- what. What are you judging now?
3: This is just the way you said it. I've never heard you refer to us as the staff. I wouldn't
2: refer to you as the staff, but that's how it's in the system, as the, the staff that is manning your booth.
1: They are called fine. staff no. badges. Okay. That's acceptable, I guess. As you guys
2: bad are badge? part of our team. I always try to use our, not my, even though I'm the one that's responsible for your payroll. That's true. But, but you are part of our team for our. now. Stank you're, eyes. You're
0: part of our team for now. Popcorn, oh. popcorn.
2: <laughs> I'm just going to throw that in there. See if you guys can keep it together.
0: Make that a like a sound bite to like play over Ooh, when like okay. things yeah. get like when there's some, an awkward silence yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so um, where are we right now? We're sit. We are doing the Ora Conference. Is that what it's technically it's a Mid-America
2: called? The Mid America Restaurant Show. You go. Put on yeah. by the Ohio Restaurant
1: Association. Thank you, John. Hashtag Mar Expo.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, so we're doing that, and we thought it would be fun to talk today about how traditional marketing and digital marketing can work together. So um, as Ellen kind of implemented, we want to go into a little explanation before we get to talking. So we're going to talk a little bit about the differences between traditional marketing and digital marketing uh, before we get into how they can kind of work together. So Ellen, you want to take us through what traditional marketing is?
3: For sure. um one little thought before we before i go down this list one of the things i think is really interesting is that people really try to silo these two um so i think that this conference and like this conversation is a really good opportunity to talk about how like they all fall under marketing and they are all created to work together so we are going to talk about the differences to start but the way that ways that they work together i think are more important Yes, absolutely. Talk about things opinion.
2: that unite us, not divide us.
3: Yes, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: That's me. I'm yep. a I'm a uniter.
3: So, <laughs> when you're thinking about like traditional marketing, a few things may come to mind. Um, these are all things that would exist like in the tangible, real world. Like I'm telling you guys these things as if you don't already know.
2: Pretend them. we're your audience. And we're just listening. Okay,
3: a tangible, real world would be traditional marketing. So these are things like print, radio, television, brochures. Maybe billboards, 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 <laughs> billboards, or flyers. Um, even like business cards, and then you know people do, still do direct mail postcards as well, which are actually still very successful. People don't think about them a lot, but they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are kind of the more traditional mm-hmm. pieces of marketing. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And like so, compared with you know what we think of as digital marketing, uh, which is going to be you know your website, pay per click ads. Um, email marketing, social media, content marketing. um, And, you know, each kind of have their own pros and not necessarily cons. But, you know, if you have a specific goal, one might work better than the other. Um, So like with traditional marketing, uh, you can really reach your local audience really well. Um, However, you can't target a specific person like you can digitally. Um, so that's where the two can kind of start to like mesh together. You have different goals with each, mm-hmm. but you want to still get your your thoughts and your marketing out on both kind of both channels. Um, with digital, you're going to have a greater reach. Um, you're going to be able to, like I said, better target the ideal client or the ideal audience. Um, you can make changes and see results in real time. Whereas with traditional, you might you know, not really see the the fruits of your labor um, directly or immediately. Um, any thoughts on that, guys? <laughs>
3: yeah, I think I really love traditional marketing just because, like, it is so, like, tangible, mm-hmm. um, especially with, like, flyers and brochures. Like, I'm a big fan of those yeah. because I like to be able to, like, take them. I like then to keep like, them, yeah. Yeah, I like the, the continue, like, let's continue the conversation and it takes me to a
1: website or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just realized, too, that our meeting each other in person traditionally versus digitally mirrors this whole topic because oh my we're used to working. Synergy. I know. Synergy. <laughs> we're used to working together digitally and meeting each other in three D is a whole different thing. You know, mm-hmm. it it mm-hmm. puts it's going to help us grow closer as a team. It's going to help us get to know each other on a deeper level, and we can take everything that we've done digitally and apply it in person. And we really picked up just like we had always been friends, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because we had such a long digital history. So mm-hmm. I think um, it's a nice little a nice little analogy here
0: for yeah. what we're talking
1: about for businesses and nonprofits.
0: And we're able to do different things. You might have already said this. Oh my gosh! But we're able to do different things in mm-hmm. person like traditionally, yeah. as opposed to what we're able to do uh, virtually or yeah. digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, tonight we're going to go have dinner together and sit and have a different kind of connection than we would if we just were having like a virtual happy hour or something. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. Both beneficial and both have kind of their own ways of working. But what a good analogy, Rachel. Thank mm-hmm. you. This, well is why we, this is why we invited her back. Right.
2: True. Yeah. The one thing I was thinking of leading leading to this is is kind of what Ellen said is that sometimes these things get siloed off. And I I think when we talk to clients or we even talk to other marketing agencies with clients, if they are a print-first agency or a digital-only agency, they kind of get stuck with selling only what's theirs because the, the first thought is, A, I want to help my client, but B, I want to make sure I get as much of their pie budget as I can, mm-hmm. even if it's a Mahaffey's, where it's literally a pie budget.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but but it, in, in reality, they there there can be some... Um, You know, unifying goals between those. Like you said, here's a brochure or a flyer that sends you to a website or has a QR code where you mm-hmm. scan that and mm-hmm. goes to a digital campaign where you can track things live and mm-hmm. see how those things are going. So, what we try to do because we don't do print is we try to listen to what the client needs and then we drive them that way, whether it's a lot of stuff with us and a little bit with the print or it's a lot with print and a little bit with us. Like it, it's, you, you, whoever you're talking to, you want to make sure that they've got your best interests at heart. It's not, they're not just selling what they make the most profit on, which mm-hmm. most of the agencies, definitely the agencies that we work with aren't, aren't that way. But you can kind of get stuck in with, well, this is what we've done traditionally for the whole time. So this is what we should do for you because that's what we've done. And it worked well for someone 12 years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I think, oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, um, keeping in mind that you need all the pieces of the pie. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do decide to put budget into digital, and you haven't before, that doesn't mean that that's all you're doing. Um, you know, we we try to remind our clients that having a website, having a digital presence, is one piece, and it needs to complement everything else that you're doing. Because if you're just having a website, but you're not doing the traditional pieces, you're not doing advertising to support it. You're not out in the community. You're not directing people to the website. It's going to be harder to create the kind of engagement and results that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same goes the other way, like giving giving out materials or doing advertising, having those digital components to support it. Um, they, they all go hand in hand. So you can't just stick with one and think it'll do everything that you need it to do. You need to have diversifi- diversification in your marketing strategies. Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. And you need partners that are going to encourage you to do that too. Mm. So like we had a podcast a while ago of like what to look for when you're looking Mm. for a, a digital marketing agency or just a marketing agency in general. And I think that's something really key is like, recognize, like I was talking to a PR company today at the conference um, and we were talking about how like their strong suit is not email marketing, but that's our strong suit. Our strong suit is not PR, um, but that's theirs. So we're going to have a conversation later this week about how maybe we can help each other's clients. And that's really what you want to see in your partners is, oh, how can we utilize all of these tools Mm -hmm. to their best ability? Um, Instead of just like, like John was saying, just trying to get as much of your money as possible and keep everything in house, even if that means they're not going to do that good of a job, you know? Yeah. And in that
0: same presentation that Ellen and I were in, um, she really talked about you driving the narrative, like you as the business driving the narrative and, and telling the audience what it is that you want them to know about you. And if you aren't getting yourself out on these multiple channels where people are hearing about things or whatever it might be, they might either, one, just not being be getting the information or hearing about you, or they might be hearing something wrong about you. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're not in any traditional marketing or anything like that, you're only, you're you solely just have a website and social media. There might be things in print that, um, depending on your industry or business might not be necessarily true or might not be what exactly you would do if you were marketing your business. So it might be something about you. Somebody might say, Oh, this is a cool local business, but you weren't involved in that. So they're talking about something that isn't really one of your values. So if you are paying attention into these different formats, you're able to drive that narrative yourself and really hone in on what you want people to know about you.
1: And I realize, like talking about all of these components of marketing, traditional and digital can sound overwhelming to a business owner mm-hmm. or a nonprofit. And I think that goes back to what Ellen said is to make sure that you're working with experts whether it's an agency or just someone who advises you, who has your best interest in mind and can kind of um, demystify that. You don't have to do every single one of these things that we're talking about, but what you do needs to complement each other and you need to make sure that you're not just, you know, um, you're not locked focused on one component. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, somebody can help. An an expert, like, shout it out Design. Mm. We have a team of experts, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Our team of experts. Yeah, a staff of experts. A staff of experts. Yeah, I mean, some,
2: we have experts on staff.
1: <laughs>
3: when you were talking about diversifying, Rachel, it made me think about, you know, you know like Google is a digital service that sends out postcards. Mm-hmm. So, like, if even mm. Google sees mm. the importance of sending out print marketing, then, like, there's probably a place for it for traditional marketing in your portfolio as well. And I'm saying that as a digital marketer. So, like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, another benefit of. Uh,
2: I whistled into the lake. Oh, I was, like, you, I, was right over it. I
0: was like, did I say something wrong? Oh, no. I know we all panicked. We're like, oh no, what happened?
2: It's just just me, old man whistling.
0: So another really great benefit of, um, like not shutting out one of these avenues, like letting them work in tandem, is that it's ensuring that you're reaching everyone in a way that they are comfortable with too. Not just making sure you're everywhere, but. Some people, you know, might be more they themselves are more traditional. They might get a newspaper and they're not tech savvy, so they're not really online. So you're still reaching if that's part of your demographic, you're still reaching those individuals that aren't online or aren't scrolling through social media every day um, and vice versa. You're also reaching the people that, you know, have no interest in picking up any print material or they throw all of the postcards from their mailbox away without even looking at them. So you're still reaching everybody, like I said, in a way that they are comfortable with, in a way that they are responding with. Um, And also just I think we've said it probably many times, but um, whatever study it was that says it takes the person an average of like seven times to see a message before they actually act on it um this way you're you're really getting out there and like you're really diversifying not the message but the way people are seeing it so it's more memorable so they might pass a billboard that has uh whatever campaign you're running or maybe it's like some kind of a sale or something they pass this billboard or flyer and they're like oh okay um and then they see an ad pop up on social media and they're like wow okay i saw something about that earlier whether they're consciously making that connection but they know it's starting to be more familiar to them. Um, And then maybe they receive a postcard in the mail and they're like, okay, wow, this seems like a really good deal. And then they scan that QR code, go to your website. Now they're, they're locked in.
2: Yeah. You can either take that as creepy. These people are following me, but like (laughs) you young bucks have mentioned it several times on the podcast where like you welcome advertisements in your Instagram feed because Instagram knows what you want. So Mm -hmm. they're literally giving you things that you want to buy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Are you, are you that way as well?
1: Yeah, although they're also revealing to me, my age. <laughs> <laughs> I've had targeted ads, and before I see who it's from, I'm like, "Ooh, what a beautiful sweater from Coldwater Creek!" Oh no, yeah,
2: or LL oh, Bean. No.
1: I love LL Bean. <laughs> that I... I'll embrace because I can feel like outdoorsy. Coldwater Creek is where like my mom used to shop, and so I, every time I'm like, "Darn it, again!" <laughs> I love it. I want it. Mm-hmm. And Instagram knows me better than I know myself right now because I'm not willing to admit. Um, you know that I'm middle-aged. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not
2: middle-aged. I'm a push-all.
1: 39 is middle-aged. Bro. No. 39? 39? <laughs> 39? <laughs> Any doodle, as Ellen would say. Um, yeah, it knows, it might not even know you better than you know yourself.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is scary, but again, I welcome it. I like it. It's telling yeah. me what it's I want true. and I don't you even welcome have to your digital it. overlords. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone's got to, I mean, they do work. I mean that's the reason why a lot of you know Facebook and well Instagram is Facebook but, or Meta. So, that's mm-hmm. that's why them and Google make a ton of money because they have all our data so they know who we are down to our souls mm-hmm. and they they open that up for people to advertise to them with the things that they want and they go yeah I, I like buying things online cuz it's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gamification just with my wallet. Serotonin. My wallet my wallet loses points while I gain personally points. <laughs> Happy points. <laughs> my fuzzy points. <laughs>
0: So uh, anyway. <laughs> <And noodles. laughs> um So to kind of wrap that portion up, yeah. Uh, basically, you don't want to miss out on any key portions of your potential audience by segregating your marketing to just like one channel mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. traditional versus digital. So let them work together. and let's give you some examples on how you can make yeah. that work before we move on. Yeah.
3: Another thought I had on that is everybody kind of always freaks out when there's like a new way to communicate, especially when it comes to mm. the digital yeah. space. Um, but I think something to remember is that like at the root, it's all the same thing, like it's just human connection and just a, a slightly different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so all we're trying to figure out is like the best avenue to connect you to your customers. And it may be like a different mix than somebody else in your industry um, or even different than like, what everybody thinks in your business and like, that's okay. Um, so just like, keep that in mind. You don't have to be like scared of these different ways to communicate because at the root, it's just communicating with human beings. That's all we want is to communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just finding different ways to do that, more creative ways to do that. Yeah.
0: And also something that came up in uh, a meeting I had with a client this week, marketing is a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. and you can't be afraid to try something and it not work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, This is a really great example, something that you might it might be new or you might think like, oh, print is dead or, you know, we don't need to do a billboard or, you know, whatever it is. Um, You don't know unless you try. And um, if it doesn't work, then that's that's a step in the right direction. You know, it didn't work now. So now you can start to kind of hone in on what does work.
2: Yeah, we get a lot of that pushback on uh, email and ads Mm -hmm. the most, because everybody's like, well, I get a bunch of spam, so I don't want to do email marketing. I was Mm -hmm. like, but you also subscribe to a lot of places that you do like their emails. That's what we're going to do. We're not going to do the spam part. We're going to do the Mm -hmm. quality email marketing and pay-per-click advertising. I never click on ads. Turns out people do. I can Mm -hmm. give you real real stats about how many billions of dollars that Google and Facebook make every quarter on people that click ads. So you might not click ads, probably lying. But a lot of people do click ads, and your customers certainly do.
1: So. And you, you know what gets me every time on the traditional side is when I see a billboard that's advertising its billboard space, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I saw it because I think, like Ellie said earlier, sometimes you're taking things in subconsciously. Yeah. I don't necessarily think like, oh, I'm reading billboards, and then I see like that hey, makes you, you think could advertise here. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm I am looking at it. It worked. It worked.
2: There are the signs to say that it worked. Yeah.
1: There's a bench by my house
2: yep.
0: against or across from the sketchy gas station yep. that I get gas at, uh, that says,
3: see, this does work yeah. or something like yeah. that. And yeah. Yeah. It's clever. I, I can't it. tell you how many times the billboard on 68 that's normally Panera has convinced me to stop at Panera before I used to go home when I lived in Springfield. Cause I'd be like, yeah.
0: You know it sounds so good, good right, right, right now. now? Soup. It is soup season. <laughs> it's soup season. Soup. It is soup season. Soup. Love soup. I'm going to get favorite. the exact same soup. It's my favorite get meal. Get out, out of here. Time. Don't even jump on the soup meal season. Meal,
2: accessory, train. breakfast, boom. Soup. Soup from now until maybe mid-March. Maybe Easter. I was Easter. thinking
3: about telling Tim that we we're gonna have soup every single day in October, but I don't know if that would souptober, work
2: out. love <laughs> it. Souptober, wow. <laughs> I don't know if there
3: are that many soups. Forget spooky season. It's, it's soup-y souptober.
2: <laughs> soupy sales in the house.
3: <laughs> it's soupy season. <laughs> you oh, that can do thirty-one gross. different soups. That's easy. You make thirty-one different soups.
2: Campbell's has like fifty of in them. In
3: a row, that doesn't count. I would have to, like, make them from scratch.
1: Oh,
2: I didn't – okay. we never That's said
1: that. Yeah. I do have an excellent soup recipe I'll have to send you.
2: You could do, yes. like, weekend make-your-own-soups and then, like, during the week just, like, condensed cream of chowder With or like, something so like,
0: like that. so much sodium, sodium that will just soups. put you into yep. shop. That's why
2: you water it down so you don't dive. Okay. Hypothermia. I don't know what what, what happens when you eat too she much salt. What? Is it hypothermia? I know. No. no. Okay, no I'm just That's kidding. being
0: too Okay. Cold. Oh, oh my gosh. okay. All right. Okay. Well. okay I completely. with well, gazpacho is too much salt. You might
2: die of hypothermia.
0: Hold on. <laughs> I have to say this one more thing. On when you said soupy, have you guys ever heard anybody describe being like sweaty? As yes. As I've, I'm soupy.
1: How disgusting. Very. Okay. Moving on. I yeah. had to say it. The weather can be soupy. Like you walk outside, it's like.
2: Yeah, uh, that goes in the like same category as the M word. Okay. When you say, yeah. And we don't use that word.
3: Any hoodle. I've been using that word.
2: It does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've been using that word a lot unironically for some reason recently. Mm. And like... We I think it's in my vocabulary.
1: Yeah, we now. Don't, yeah. we don't need to know the context. Yeah, we don't get
2: into personal so, dating life situations.
1: Oh my God. Sean! <laughs> How does my dating life come into the podcast every single time? It, well, <laughs> cutting it, it this does. out. Anyway, to get us back don't on track, don't look at his so this LinkedIn one profile. Time, on, to get us back on track. <laughs> we were talking about traditional and
3: digital marketing.
2: Oh, marketing. Okay. Yeah,
1: Ellie was <laughs> talking about specifically examples of the two complementing each other. And one of my favorite examples is when in-person experiences can make the most of the digital aspect of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, for ex- example, with Young's, um, one of our clients, we've had some, um, campaigns where people can go through the farm and find like a hidden cow and take a picture and then upload it to their own, um, Instagram page with the right hashtag. Um, and then be entered for a chance to win you know whatever the prize is um it's a fun in-person experience but also then you're using the power of social media and reaching new audiences even um with with their own um feed featuring this kind of content um so i I really like those kind of in-person things that can then be used to spread the the reach
3: Mm -hmm. online Similarly, like with doing a live or like those, mm-hmm. so those that are in person get to watch it in person, but then doing like a Facebook live or YouTube, yeah, YouTube does. Yeah, they YouTube do. live. Um, you can also expand your audience and your reach to those who couldn't make it for whatever reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Agreed. Mm-hmm. We haven't got any agrees in yet. So I feel like no, I we haven't. To
3: yeah. Kind of feel like we're moving into the how can, how can they work together examples. Yeah. So, uh, Ellen, co-hosting over there. She is. This is her show. We had a client last week that admitted that she thought that we were the same person. I was just signing my name differently. Yeah. And we met an line. Ellie today
2: that spelled her name completely different from... <laughs> but
3: her name is actually Ellen. It's Ellen, but she goes by Ellie, but it's spelled with a Y. Yeah. And I have my L, who we call Ellie. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. There's it's a lot. It is a good name with lots of different iterations that are all yeah. good. Yeah. Solid. It's a yeah. solid choice. Yeah. So if any of our listeners
0: out there have any iteration of Ellie as their name, like... It works for all stages of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ellie's a cute baby name and a cute grandma name. It's true.
3: It's true because you are Grandma Ellie. Oh my on gosh, I camp. am Grandma Ellie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, oh
0: gosh. Okay. Well, um, we kind of talked already about um, this. Is probably one of the most basic examples of this, but using QR codes. Um, on your like print materials. Mm -hmm. So it's something really easy that people can scan and go right to your website. Um, so they don't have to like remember or type in your website or figure out how to get to you. It's very simple to have that on those print materials. And then to take it one step further, whatever that print material is advertising. So again, a sale, a special, something going on this season, Um, taking them to not just your website but a specific landing page that matches that campaign. Mm -hmm. So that's something else that's going to take your marketing just to the next level too is just making sure the message across all platforms um, matches so that it's consistent and people are recognizing it. Obviously, you're going to tailor it to the type of advertising you're doing Um, so, you know, your landing page might look a little bit different than the postcard because people are viewing it in a different way and interacting with it differently, but the message is the same. Um, and you know, even the look of it, like the graphics are the same. So it's again, recognizable and it sticks with people and they know what they're looking at and it just makes the user experience that much better. Um, Synergy. Synergy.
2: Between the two.
1: Oh, Hmm. great.
2: I just wanted to sound smart for a second. Oh my God. I've already
1: right. said it once, so now it kind of feels like. I'm just going like to mute myself
2: for the rest of the show. Kinda, <laughs> boop.
3: <it kinda> oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, like he really did. Like
1: maybe your vocabulary is just limited. I, I, I,
3: I, I also feel like with QR codes, um, there was a lot of, like, they got a lot of flack for quite a few years, but then I feel like the pandemic came around. Yeah. And, like, and no, now they're big. It's crazy. Now.
2: They completely uh-huh. died.
3: It's funny. Yeah. Well, so
0: they because were like big because app. they were a new right. thing and you had to have a special like yeah yep. QR reader and then everybody was like, This is stupid and they went like out of style and now they're back, just like those clog shoes, those Birkenstock clog oh, shoes. So
3: mm-hmm. comfy. Um but I would <laughs> I would keep that in mind too, that like just because like it didn't work, you know, like eight years ago, that doesn't mean that it won't work now. <laughs> that is an excellent point, Ellen. <laughs> that is
2: cold brew blooded. I don't want to hear
3: it. <laughs> Uh, Rachel,
0: you brought up a a really cool example, um, like people posting and using hashtags. Mm -hmm. Hashtags are a really fun way to kind of bring the two together. So even if you just are writing a hashtag as part of your campaign on a print material, obviously you can't click on that hashtag, but people start to recognize that as this campaign um, and they can find it online or they can, if it's something like a call out, like, hey, post a picture of you doing this with this hashtag as this campaign. Um, One that sticks out that i read about when i was kind of researching this topic and it is it's so true everybody there probably isn't a person in this country at least i don't know i don't know where coca-cola is drank but um that didn't hear about the share a coke campaign everybody knows the share a coke campaign Mm -hmm. the names on the bottles like it was a huge campaign that was traditional and there was hashtags. It was all digital too, mm-hmm. um, and that was huge. That's probably one of the biggest examples of this that I could even think of. But. I saw
2: one the other day. It was share a Coke, and then the name was Karen. He's like, I don't think I will. <laughs> <That's funny.
3: laughs> Something you can take even further, and like this is where like finding really cool tools online comes into play as well. Is there's um, I forget which service it is, but you can ch- you can um, create a QR code that will like basically. Set up an Instagram post for you, like with the, hmm. the oh, um, nice. caption already written. So, like, you could already have your hashtag in there. So, like, then it, you as many clicks as you can take out for your user as mm-hmm. possible, like, the more likely it is that they're going to take part in that digital experience while they're mm-hmm. at the physical location. Yeah, because we, um, we as users are lazy. Yeah. We be so, lazy. Always keep that in mind. I feel like a good example of this is Disney. They're really good about creating, like, a pretty seamless user experience for anything digital when people are at, like, the physical parks. Like, with the wristbands and, like, with paying and stuff like that. Um, You just like that and it takes it right out of your bank account you don't even think about it Mm -hmm. um so create like seamlessly working that in is ideal but like if you create like a digital process that like takes a lot of steps that they have to do when they're physically at your location Mm -hmm. they're probably not going to do it right so keep that in
1: mind and thinking about you know for clients that don't have the disney resources and budget yeah just thinking about what are the points of friction like ellen talked about what are things that might get someone to say oh i'm done with this Mm -hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have the technology to do it the way that Disney would, but thinking about it in, in a way of, you know, how can I make this easier so people will actually participate? What would Disney do? What would Disney do?
2: And that's what Young's is, is yeah. we went to Disney a dozen times or so yeah. before I was 15, and then we took ideas and we said, well, we don't have that budget, but we could we could have pretty signs with big red arrows, mm-hmm. and we could have music playing on the mini golf course, and we could have... Smells of waffle cone throughout, like just little bits, and they add up.
0: Yeah, they do. That sounded like a like a Christmas song. Smells of waffle cones throughout. Waffle Mm -hmm.
2: cones wafting and mini golf (laughs) music. (laughs) I don't have a second line. All
0: right, yeah. I'm not a dope rapper, as they say. I'm a dope
1: rapper.
0: Did they say
2: that? Not, 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 no one to me. (laughs) That's what that's the point was.
0: So what are your do you guys have any other like fun examples of um, like campaigns or
2: this isn't overly fun, but um, ties into the High Restaurant Association. So I went with um, my dad in the spring to D.C. So they go every year and they, we talk to all our. every state has a delegation that goes and talks to their state politicians. So I got to meet with Senator Portman and four or five other House candidates that are Ohio's, including the one that Young's is the one that oversees Young's Mike uh, something Mike something. Anyway, um, we were at one of the things, and one of the, they were pushing for three different acts to get through. Two of which have gotten through since. Um, but one of the things where they're at there, and they're you know they're talking about these things. So when we're talking to the politicians the next day, we can say this is why these things are important. One was um, uh, reducing restrictions and bringing immigrants into kitchens because so it's it's a hard process to get these people that want to work into the kitchens, and with the labor crisis that's a huge help for them. So one of the things was you scan a QR code and then you type in your zip code and it automatically writes the email to your senators. Mm. So like Mm, I did that and within minutes I got an automatic email from Sherrod Brown was one of our senators uh, and his was, his email was automatically tailored to the message I already sent. So like he had some kind of bot on his end, which was cool. So Mm -hmm. my bot already figured out, okay, you typed in this area code or zip code. This is one of your senators and then his end had some other automation that said, oh, he wrote about this uh, HB, whatever it was. And so he wrote back with a long message about it. So that's kind of a cool, like, because that's a process. Like mm-hmm. you, say, you say, write to your politicians about all these issues that are important to you, or important to your family, or important to your industry. But like, A, that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to look up this dude's email or this lady's email, and then I got to figure out the right words to say. But like... High Restaurant Association says these are the things that we want you to say, so just say these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And while I don't think Sherrod Brown's sitting there and reading all of these emails from the High Restaurant Association, but his people see hundreds and thousands of emails about this topic, mm-hmm. that puts up flags, and then that gets to in him, and then he makes a call on whether he thinks it's a good idea for the state or not.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Cool. Sorry, wasn't that fun? But it was something irrelevant. No,
1: it's relevant. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, that's a great Agree. example of removing friction. Yeah. And then we get it my... is.
2: There we go. Aww.
3: Oh, that was so loud.
2: Sorry, it was louder than I anticipated.
1: Wow, what it wasn't other
0: that
2: sounds loud do you mine. have on there? Um, oh, I've got the uh, Cousins Chat theme song.
0: I do
1: love the Cousins Chat theme song. That's a good one. We make that noise in my house every <laughs> time my girls fill up their warm and fuzzy jar. Um, whenever they do something super sweet, they get a little puff ball that goes in a jar. When mm-hmm. they fill it, they get a prize. So every time they fill it, all four of us go. Brr, 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 brr. That's <laughs> awesome. Celebration mode. Love that. All
0: right. Well, any other examples, guys? You guys want to talk about?
1: I wrote some
3: down. I've
0: share oh. your thoughts, Ellen. I like don't yours, be me, Ellen. I
3: want you to digital
0: and uh, yeah, I want you to share your Traditional yours. marketing They're...
3: work together. It's not about like making friction go away. It's about how traditional and digital marketing can work together. Too.
0: Well, that's kind of the avenue I was going with it. I don't know where he came from with
3: that. I was trying to tie in the high restaurant association,
2: how great they are.
3: Yeah. I did want to bring up, um,
1: have you heard about the Kroger Krogees? Yes. I haven't. I have not. But I'm, I'm in a market. I didn't that know they were,
2: are a... they officially Krogees? They or are, are officially oh, Okay.
1: Cause that's what I, I, I love thought. them.
2: It's funny when you said that, I'm like, oh, that's what they are.
3: They're so cute. Um, but the, the like tagline is, uh, fresh for everyone. And they're just like, it's this, it's this, uh, they're these little animated characters that they have created quite a diverse range of them. Um, so they're, the idea is that they represent, you know, every human being should represent can, the community. Yeah. Yeah, um, go shop at Kroger. And so, you know, you see these little Krogies everywhere across Kroger's marketing now. Um, they're not just like on their website and their social media and their emails and their, um, T- but they're also on their tv ads and they're on their um posters in the stores and they're like they're like above you before you go into the stores now and the print
2: coupons that you yeah get.
3: they're everywhere mm-hmm. um and so i like now those little like when i see that type of animation all i think about is kroger yep. um and so but they didn't just do it on social media you know where they only would have gotten like this very small part of who their audience is but they just they blasted it everywhere and took advantage of all these different types of marketing mm-hmm. across the board um and now like it's like cemented in your mind of these cute little people that like represent everybody in your community that is going to go shop at Kroger um I love
0: that I love when there's something like that that is so memorable that like no matter how you saw it first whether it was on you know in in some form of traditional it was on tv if it was in something print it just really sticks with you and now it's like no matter where you see it it, it's so recognizable Mm -hmm. and um that
3: that's really powerful when people are able to pull something like that off well that's why you like I I know we keep on saying this but I really just want to like focus on like it's really important to not silo yourself when it comes to your marketing absolutely because like you really miss out on that saturation opportunity and again like you might not have like that large of a budget but like you would be surprised on like what you can do with whatever your budget is across Mm -hmm. the board um like one of you said of choosing whichever tools it is within traditional or digital marketing and being able to reach at least the majority of your audience um, and not miss out by like, you know, just doing a Facebook page or like just taking out an ad in the newspaper. Yeah.
2: And have a, have a, have a plan. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you guys have talked about on every podcast and every client calls have a, have a focus for what this end goal is. Like what, yeah. what, we want to get more people email sign up. We want to sell more e-commerce stuff. We want to get more people in the store. Mm-hmm. So you can come up with like four plans if this is this is the end result, you can come up with four plans based on your budget. You know, pick which one works best. And yeah. like you said, if it doesn't work, try another one. Hopefully, hopefully you have the budget for two. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, it you know not every pay per click is the answer for everything. Email marketing isn't the answer for everything. Uh, business cards are not the answer for everything. But there's a combination there that's going to work for your clients.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's also why Shadow Out design doesn't do canned answers. Like we don't just have like our three packages. Like we have a plethora of digital marketing services that we offer and um, we sit down with you. We listen to your problems um, and what issues you're dealing with. And then we'll go and create a personalized solution based on what you're dealing with and what your budget is. And
0: they're all things that work together. Like yeah. it's part of a plan. Like we're not just saying like, Oh, you should do this. And you know, because we it's like cool. synergy. Yes. Yeah, synergy. I was just going to, I say. was just
2: thinking that they created synergy. Wow. Wow. Nice. Wow. We
0: are all on the same page. <laughs> Are
2: we? Let's popcorn over to Rachel. Um, what do you think? Popcorn. Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> no. Alright, Ellen, do you want to share any
3: of your other examples?
0: I want you to be able to share them because I want to hear your thoughts on them because they were your
3: example. I do <laughs> also, also I just really like it. when the Ohio State University really just hit that home probably like 10, 15 years ago. They trademarked it too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just like it's so it was so subtle and so petty. But so worth it. Yes. You know,
1: like,
2: and they got buy-in. Like, their, their, yeah. their players that are playing in the NFL, like, they would all say it in there, like, where they went to college. The Ohio the, State. The, and they would emphasize the it. The Ohio State. State. So I don't, I don't know if that beautiful. was a conscious effort on them or it was just cool because everyone was hating on it. That wasn't from Ohio yeah. State. Yeah.
3: So, like, not only did they, like, create it as a campaign, like, in all actuality, but then they realized that people were also making fun of it, and so they capitalized on that as well. So yes. it was, like, a double whammy kind Love of thing. It, it was... And Absolutely now it's like beautiful. when you see
0: that word, like the, it, they could just they could only put that they have on like social yes. media posts
3: and stuff for football. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: amazing. And it's like you know who they're talking about. Yeah, um, and you know it, it's so funny because my cousin he is a big Michigan fan and he hates nothing more than the the. Like mm-hmm. he he despises.
2: Does it. He, he hate losing ten years out of eleven? He hates yeah. that less than the. <laughs>
1: Did you see Michigan try to make fun of Ohio State and make it an Because it's university <laughs> of <Michigan. laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's really funny That is really funny. I like that. Also
3: another one that I didn't write down here but I just mm-hmm. thought of was Jordan's. Like Jordan's oh, the like shoes. Nike tennis shoes. Yeah. Like they started as like Michael Jordan's like brand of Nike tennis shoes, yeah. which was like he was also one of the first athletes to like have like that big of a brand deal yeah yeah um, and arguably and now, the goat but let me yeah he's rest. amazing yeah. but mm-hmm. now like it's that little like <laughs> icon of him they're not just on tennis shoes they're ever it, it's everywhere like yeah. it's on t-shirts it's on bags like it's on everybody's uh apparel which i always think is funny when i see the jordan logo on like an nfl jersey i'm like
2: i've never seen that I have
3: ha- either, <laughs> or it might have been college then but I have seen it on like a college or on like a football jersey. Yeah, and like you're it's like, Wait like a second. brand. Yeah, huh. yeah. But it's like Jordan's. Yeah. But so like I think that's another great example of like it didn't didn't just stick to like his tennis shoes. Like they took it everywhere. Yeah, and like has, it's made him and Nike a lot of money. Mm-hmm. See, it's great.
2: It is great. I agree. That is great. Lots yeah. of money.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money can be great. Mm-hmm. Good. We that
2: gives get. you options in your budgeting for your marketing campaigns yes. if you have a lot of money.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. So. Be
3: a Michael Jordan and have yeah. a lot of
2: name. Yeah, money no, and no big can, deal.
3: Yeah, just do it. Just do yeah.
2: it. Just do oh it. Oh my
3: gosh. Rachel. My last example. <laughs> I'm going through these really quick, but my last example was the iPhone 14. So there's this ginormous building in downtown Columbus that you drive past when you are driving in from like Dayton or Springfield, and um, it normally has whatever iPhone is coming out next. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always just think it's really funny when I look at that, and it's like a again, it's a it's a it's a physical like piece of technology that serves a digital purpose, but then they print this ginormous physical piece of marketing, um, and they do that like across the board whenever. But a, it's not
2: it's not always a phone. No, it it rotates because usually it's actually a picture taken on an iPhone because Apple does that really great like they take really good they find pictures and they verify that you took it with the phone and you didn't touch it up Yeah, and so then they put those on billboards to show you how um, if your lighting is is immaculate and you're a professional you can take this picture with a pretty good camera phone and
0: what's really cool about this though is Apple is a brand that you don't think oh they don't really need a lot of marketing everybody if you're you know everybody knows about iPhones everybody knows this new iPhone's coming out why do they need like you? You would think like oh they don't even need to do this, but they do because mm. there's a reason. It works. Yeah, people like, are buying um, these
3: iPhones every year when Google does the um the most searched mm. terms uh, TV ad. Mm-hmm. Like first off, it makes me cry every year, which is weird. But like, well, it can get emotional. Like some of the things that like bring up in mm-hmm. it. But too, yeah. like it's just funny to me that like Google is like running a TV ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. you know. So we say all this to say, like, if these big brands are doing, like, this diversification, mm-hmm. then, like, what John was saying of how you can take the Disney and bring it down to, like, your DIY kind of level, mm-hmm. um, then there there is merit to it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be successful, too, if you can be Jordan, possibly the GOAT. Or you can be Apple or Google Mm -hmm. with huge marketing budgets. You can too.
3: I think like one. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. um, One of our clients, their brand has a butterfly in it. Um, So in all of her digital marketing and all of her print marketing, she's always incorporating either that specific butterfly that's in her logo, or she's incorporating like a different picture of a butterfly or something like that. So it like kind of becomes synonymous with her brand of like this transformation. Um, so, you know, that's like, that's a small business that, mm-hmm. um, is able to get that kind of, that, uh, messaging across, um, in all these different types of marketing, um, to really hit it home with her clients of like what the experience is going to be when you work with her.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Wonderful. Or Young's family
1: fun for everyone.
2: No, we create fun for our customers.
1: Family fun. Number everyone. one for family fun. And number one for family fun. Wow. But we create fun for our also customers. Also family okay. fun for everyone. Mm. hmm is
3: that trademarked by somebody else?
2: We have. No, I don't know. I've never. I've never heard it said that way.
3: Lots of
0: fun forever. Oh, we must Maybe be at the end. Of of <laughs> oh no, that's what signifies a transition <laughs> to the end. <laughs> okay. Well, while I, Ellen looks that up, uh, <laughs> do you guys have any final thoughts on this? Um, I have thoughts on that. Dot com.
1: Yeah. Um. In a nutshell, hmm. don't limit yourself to just one as Ellen said, silo, but just one um, medium Mm -hmm. for your, your marketing efforts. Um, Try your best to diversify. And if you need help, ask whoever you're working with. Mm -hmm. If you're working with a print company for signage, ask them, um, what their advice is. If you're working with a digital company, ask them for their advice because most likely we're going to know someone who can do the things that we can't do mm-hmm. and point you in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: talk to a couple of different agencies and even if you don't like their vibe but you like their ideas then mm-hmm. you don't have to work with them. Yeah. I mean, unless you signed an NDA or a whatever acronym that you can't use their ideas in another fashion, like, go go with it. Like, we we would not enjoy to have our time wasted over and over again by people taking our ideas and going yeah. somewhere else but like, we're happy to have an hour conversation with someone and oh, say, this yeah. is kind of what we would do. And then if they never call us again and then we see them doing that, we're like, good for you. all right, well, I'm happy you found success in what we said we'd find success. Cause that still makes us feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we were right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I like to be right and get paid, but, Same, you know, but being, like, right being right
1: is, is pretty yeah, cool. Satisfying myself.
2: Being wrong and getting paid doesn't feel good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. done that a lot though, where it's like, you know, I, I have not be wrong. No, and get paid. but like given Cut people advice, like they need advice and mm-hmm. we've, you know, in a sim- through just simple conversation, even today, you know, just throwing out some ideas for people, and mm-hmm. it's like helping them open their mind to what, like, what is possible and what they can be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: yeah, shoot for the stars,
0: yeah, shoot. No, I don't know what it is. I was gonna say, well, what that, what's that one that's like, shoot for the stars, and if you miss, oh, you're still, the- yeah, you'll, you'll shoot be for a- moon be among the moon, and if you miss, you'll
3: still be among the stars. But what was the one the that moon is a star though? The other day, the moon is not a star. The sun is. Yeah, shoot, the for, the, is. shoot for
2: the moon. <laughs> shoot for the moon. And
1: if you if Guys, you, you don't make day. it, you'll the be able to land among the, stars. among the stars. Yeah. No, when like. We need dinner. <laughs> when life <laughs> knocks you down, roll over and look at the stars. Oh, yeah.
0: That's going to be our picture for this podcast.
1: <laughs> My sad
2: picture? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, girls. Welcome. Thanks, staff.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> On that note, any final thoughts? Because if not, it's time. What grinds Rachel's
1: gears? So many things. So <laughs> many. <laughs> it's hard to pick, but what I'm choosing today, um, since I drove you know seven and a half hours here, is people that don't understand the basic rules of traffic and who has the right of way. <laughs> And if they do understand it, they're trying to be nice by letting you go and they're just messing up the whole process.
0: I think that's my most hated thing is when driving is when people are trying to be Overly nice, yeah. and oh, it's no, like, you no, go. you're ruining everything. They're just everything. being selfish by
3: doing that. Yeah. Like, they think they're being overly courteous, no. but they're really just trying to make themselves feel Yeah. Good.
2: If you yes. have the right away, take the right away. Yeah. Because yeah. so you're, you're inconveniencing yeah. everyone no behind one has you. Time yes. This is, I need to, I'm going to mute myself and walk out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is too sensitive. I, all,
1: I really hit all just with yeah. This one. <laughs> I'm
2: coming in angry.
1: John is red. No, I,
2: in Hilliard, there are so many roundabouts, and people don't understand how to go through roundabouts. They're the most convenient intersection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. imaginable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but people don't understand them. So people are being too kind and letting people go when it's clearly your turn or the, there's a couple of intersections before one of the roundabouts where traffic's lined up for a half mile because people don't know how to go through yeah. the roundabout. And so people are like flagging people from this intersection to go like, no, 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 you go. Mm-hmm. And then when it's their turn, they'll go. Mm-hmm. It's a.
3: It's a Midwestern issue. It is. It's, it's cuz we are, we are trying to be true. so we're like, op, overly Oh, nice. that's you. Oh. Oh. Oh, let me just squeeze right by you. Yeah,
1: if it's a four-way stop, whoever gets there first goes. Like you got here first. Go.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the way I can bring this back to our topic is if you don't know these basic things that we're talking about or you're saying, "Hmm, could this be me?" go online and refresh yourself with the basic laws of the land with your local DMV. Um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Go take
0: a practice driving test, and then yeah.
3: you know. um, I think you should have to retake your driver's
1: test every yeah. ten years. I can't believe that that's not a thing.
0: Well, I, I agree with that because there are
3: things that I'm literally like, wait, I don't know the actual rule here. Like my father, <laughs> I have to tell you this. He's, uh, I was at a four way stop Clark. with him. Yeah, Clark, I'm really just.
2: He probably didn't. It's, this, this is, is like forty eight minutes, gears, and he didn't get um, in, didn't get yeah. this far.
3: We were at a four-way stop, and I was the last one that rolled up and stopped. And so I waited for the other three cars to go, uh-huh. and they weren't going. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was complaining about it. And he goes, well, actually, like, you're wrong. And I was like. You you actually what? are, yeah. He what? said person He the, said, the person to the right. And I said, here's, and I'll say this to you, too. Who is the one that was the most recently in driving school?
1: Was it you? Was it Clark? Or was it me? It's only the person to the right when you all get it's there. A, at the it's same a four-way tie. Yeah, but I was the one that got there last. So and so you wait. go by the Okay, then yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So I, went I off am just going to say there was there was truth to what he said because that but is he was the actual wrong. rule is the person to it's not just about like like the technical written rule is not whoever gets there first. It's whoever is to the right. But also, yes, the unwritten part of that is, obviously, if you guys all
1: are just there at the same time. But, like, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that it's if you get there at the same time, then it goes to then the right. Then it goes to the right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we all got that's there at different what, That's times. what I meant. That's okay. what I said. Yeah, different times. They were just not paying attention. Order of showing up. First come, first yes. serve. Get there first. There have yeah. been
2: times where I've been across someone in an intersection where they're going like like this or flashing their lights. And I, it was their turn. And I flashed my lights and said, you... Yeah. And it goes back like two transactions. Oh my gosh. I turned my car off at the intersection and put my hands up. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. You are going because it's clearly your turn. I
0: get Please so mad go. and I just go because if I'm like if you're going to be
2: an that. idiot,
0: I'm yeah. just going to take advantage and go. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Because they're not going to they're not yeah. So I just go. Yeah. It's just unsafe too when you're trying to like be courteous yeah. instead of like following the rules. Yeah. Gosh. The
1: same goes for this when, when you're trying really to let
2: Yeah, I'm telling you, we no. need to, yeah, I'm going to put yeah. the, I'm going to put the outro music on. so We can yeah. get out of this. anywho have you listened to the Cousin's Chats?
0: This is it. This is the Cousin's Chat. Oh, this is a jam. Oh, yeah. Wait for the beat drop. <laughs> Thanks for
3: listening to Cousin's Chat. Remember to smash that like button and subscribe to Scarlet's Laugh and Stravaganza to laugh along with And when you're in town, stop by Frank Cat's <laughs> Coffee Shop for the best darn
1: coffee and smoothies anywhere. <laughs> Did Frank forget his dentures?
2: That's how Frank talks.
3: Okay. Uh, okay, bye. Smash, so that, smash like that like button, button, like Scarlett said. <laughs> cool, cool, cool.
2: I don't have the whistle anymore.
3: <laughs> so unfortunate. Absolutely. But yeah, so anyway, digital marketing. Papa No, <laughs> My dad was like, Who has more experience driving? And I was like,
1: No, no, no.
3: You're not wrong, Clark. I'm yeah. still so pissed about this. I'm going to go home and I'm going to pick a fight about it again. By the oh way, I'm leaving
2: this in the podcast.
3: Excellent
2: okay <laughs> bye
3: because <laughs> we didn't say bye so it's oh, staying okay. in there Clark. we did we should smash that like button
2: well, that's not. We, we also say bye
3: we
0: say
2: awkwardly bye, bye. yeah we go bye, bye. we do bye. the yeah the Midwestern bye. Bye. bye bye yeah
3: thanks for listening to Ope Here's a Little Marketing for you. a podcast written and produced by Shout It Out Design our theme song is Kill the Sun by the Cincinnati based band Motherfolk. tune in weekly for new episodes